It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Storm and Ricardo bringing you the netballing moments that matter. Center pass in focus on SENZ. And these magnificent women in yellow in front of a packed stadium here in Poor Nicky Wellington, the TSB Arena. SENZ's live commentary of the season is about to come to a close, but the party is about to start for the Te Wananga Urakawa Pulse, your 2022 ANZ Premiership champions. And Wellington rises one and congratulate this wonderful team of women have surged their way into the finals. I don't care about COVID. I don't care about delayed rounds. I don't care about youngsters. We care about coming to Wellington and winning the title. Up the pulse. Well, there we are. Storm, I'm very sorry we had to put you through that. As you just heard, Mark Stafford. How good is Staffy? Yes, he Nailed loved it. That, they, didn't he? Shout out to Mark Stafford yeah. and Brooke Lever. Fantastic job right throughout the season with ANZ Premiership commentary right here on SENZ. But like you just said, the grand final. And welcome in to the grand finale of Centre Pass in Focus. I can't believe it. For your Tuesday evening, for the last time, Kieran Bingham filling in for Ricardo Ball, taking you through the week, taking you through that grand final, and joining me, as always, the wonderful Storm Purvis. Stop it. I can't believe it's the last one. The phrase we'd kind of coined in this week, or the week just gone, just been sorry, was the longest condensed season ever. It really forget, felt like that. It was a condensed season with COVID, with it being a pinnacle year. They jammed it all in, and it just felt like the longest ANZ season I've been involved with in the, what, 12 years that I've been involved it truly in this did. competition? Yeah. So, um, wow, we got there. But we yeah, got there. Yeah. And now, great, it was a great soundbite from um, Staffy there. I mean, the crowd in Wellington was just unbelievable. The pulse totally rocked it. And I said to you when I walked in here, how long are we going to have, have to talk about this? Because you know I'm Sadly, a Sadly, we've got girl. the whole hour. Got the whole hour. But, um, yeah, what, what a season, right? What yeah. a season. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where to start with I this know. season. And, yeah. and just to think we've got ferns around the corner. Yeah. And you have to get into selection chat. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's with this condensed season, it's just I feel like this is the most star-studded season we've had in quite a while. Oh, like there's just been it's performances a, out of the bag left, right and everywhere. A nitty lover's dream, really. It really um, is. You know, if we t- we'll look at the whole season, there's been different moments for different players, different moments for different teams. Um, and I guess the Pulse were just kind of there in the background, you know, doing their thing. Not Other than Kelly Jury, no one was setting the world alight. It was just a solid team performance throughout the whole season. And then, bang, they knew when to bring it. And they brought it at the final against I'm, my stars. <laughs> I know you are a stars fan, so I'll put this aside for this again. Would you have predicted that it was, would have been the Pulse stars? In the grand final, because I feel like I feel like it was definitely there. Yes, especially I was a big uh, with my Mystics yes. uh, eye patch off. I was actually suggesting that the Pulse were going to be in the grand final. Yeah, I uh, 
I feel like at the beginning of the season, I projected a Stars um, Mystics final yeah. is what I was expecting. And yeah. I really think, uh, had it not been for Grace Nwicky's injury, we, we just all thought the Mystics were going to be there and probably hosting that grand final. So then if you look past that, it was going to be down, for me, between the Stars and the Pulse. Pulse, solid lineup, you know, pretty similar team to what they've had in the previous years. Yvette McCall's and Jury coming back to the helm as coach. You know, she's won two premierships already had taken them to just about every final that yeah, she'd been Yeah, five from with. five she had. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, um, you know, the the writing was on the wall. I think it was Tiana Maturo at the end of the match said, you know, people were predicting us to come sixth. And I'm like, hmm. I don't think, I don't, I don't know about that. I was pretty excited. <laughs> I think it was actually, for me, it was Tiana coming back to the poster. I was like, hang on. Exactly. Hang on, a vet's on to something here. Like, yep. she's here to, to do business. And um, Christiana Manua, a fantastic, wow. you know, um, recruitment for them, allowing Kelly to go back into goal keep. She played a whole season at goal D last year. Mm. But they were the youngest team in the competition, yes, if you looked at average age. Was it? It was 22 or 23.6 uh, or something, something, something like roughly that. around there. But that is just, that is actually mind-blowing. I know, but you put age aside, which is why I heard Steffi say, we don't care about the youngins, <laughs> yeah, I think. If you were wondering, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. an odd I comment. I that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was talking about. They're a, a young team when it comes to age, sure, but a very experienced team. Oh, they had experience. Totally yeah. had experience. And combinations throughout court. Um, you know, Erikana Pedersen coming back in. You know, she retired and she answered a, a call at the top of the season. Everyone kind of forgot about that. And she was outstanding. She really was. Absolutely she really was. She led sets right across the board. And that, that was actually one of my questions. Didn't she retire? Oh, she did retire. I know. She did retire. And then, I uh, was it Maddie Gordon? Got injured earlier yeah, in the it season. Was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And she came in, in answered the SOS, and, and, and then ended just up staying on the ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, she—if uh, we talk about her for a second—she has been in two grand finals with the Tactics. Mm. Didn't get close, unfortunately. And then, you know, uh, dream fairy tale end for her. What a moment it had to be for her. Yeah. Eh? I can just—I can just sense the emotions. And oh. Steph was when we were in an ad break. Steph was coming through my ears and just saying, "This is amazing," just because of that. Yeah. Like. Having to almost accept, okay, I'm ready to to retire now, and fortunately I couldn't get there. And then answering this call, and now having a title to to prove for it. Oh gosh, geez, what a present! Very, yeah, very and the cool. pulse becoming the first team to win, win three. three. Yeah, win three. And other than last year, where they bombed out a little bit, they have been involved in every final series. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I take my hats off to the Central Region, to what they're doing down there in Wellington, to a vet, uh, to Kelly Jury. <laughs> Kelly, bloody Jerry. Yeah, um, there we go. We've got that sound clip somewhere. <laughs> oh, ben played it to me before. She um, just led the team, along with Tiana, co-captains, of course, uh, just just did a fantastic job. And I think, you know, the, the grand final sold out within 45 minutes. Yep. 3,000 people filled yep. out TSB Arena, and they were loud and proud and, you know, quite a lot of homegrown talent within the Pulse. Um, just a, a real fairy tale for them. And I'm so glad I'm able to articulate all this because it's taken me a while to accept it. Is and this a bit of a therapy session tonight, show. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, let's just storm. Let's just talk you through it. It's right. We've got next season. Uh, yeah, we'll talk you through it. But unfortunately, we are going to have to talk about the grand final in a, yeah. in a bit more depth. Yeah, sorry sure. to say. So we'll start it now. What that that first quarter? I mean, I, I was sadly up here in Auckland. I was very jealous uh, listening down the line to to Staffy and Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just so shocked by that first quarter. Both teams shot a hundred percent. Yeah. Yet. The Pulse took a 15-6 lead. Yes. Well, do you know what's funny? Is in the fi- it took the Pulse th- over three minutes to actually get on the board. The Stars had a yeah. 3-0 lead, maybe, 2-0 lead at the top, and they, they were actually looking good. Um, and it was the Pulse who seemed to have all the nerves for me. 
And then something just happened. I mean, I know what happened. Kelly Jerry got a great intercept. And the crowd just erupted. And it's like, okay, we're here now. The Pulse girls just turned, you know, flicked a switch and went away. And the stars just did the opposite. They just looked... Too scared to pass the feed the ball into Maya like they'd been doing, you know, for the later half of the season so beautifully. And, and then Maya and Jamie, Hume, goal attack, were, were passing the ball out when they would usually shoot from a position they were in the circle. And I just think that just started this um, tumbleweed of a lack of confidence in that whole attacking end. And meanwhile, down the other end, we had Tiana Maturo doing look away passes into Aaliyah yeah, Dunn. And like we continue to say, cool and calm. Yeah, that's, that's so, what I'm calling them to. They're and just, it, yeah. both of them, you know, Aaliyah and Tiana. It really is. Twen- young, uh, early 20s, both young, but just just play like they don't have a care in the world, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we talk about Aaliyah Dunn. She shot 94% in a grand final up against Anna Harrison. Just carrying on the stellar season she's had. Missed three goals. Like, yeah. It's just but, unbelievable. And right throughout the whole game, every time they panned the camera to her, mm. she just had a smile on her face. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't decide whether it was just like she was, I know that we've got this, mm. or it was just Alia Dunn being Alia Dunn. Just cool, calm, collected. Honestly. Show up, show not, like shoot over 90%, no effort. Just oh well, all the effort, but just making it look so seamless. So I honestly think that nothing was going through her brain. You know, I don't, I don't reckon yeah, she was thinking this is high, this is amazing. She's just in her state. Her, <laughs> yeah. We call it the IPS, your ideal performance yeah. state. She's just nailed that. Um, so yeah, you're right. Down by nine after the first quarter, down by eleven after half time. You know, the stars had moments and. Um, it looked okay for moments in that second quarter. Um, Ali Timu, the goal defence for the Stars, she's had an incredible season, finished the game with six gains, probably the only one on the team that can probably feel like they did what they could and played to yep. you know their top ability. Um, yeah, so she was a shining light for them for sure, but just not enough. Couldn't couldn't do it on her own. No. And then what won the game by 19? Yes, in the end. <laughs> it did drift away, which uh, did lead Yvette to sub on the whole bench. Did that, was that, that was a bit cool. of a put the knife and twist, or were you oh, like, honestly, did you have a little clap and I just be like, f- give them the respect? Exactly. I think for the girls on the court, that's a real knife and twist moment. Yeah. Um, and you could see it in the stars' girls' faces, like their heads just dropped. And uh, in particular for Anna Harrison, who announced her retirement after the match, I think she was hurting the most um but so cool f- for those pulse girls a lot of them had played the nnl league for central yeah um who they also won the title can't forget that you know yes, central yes paris uh, mason exactly just, paris oh. mason amelia warmsley who came on yes. at go shoot renee martoy um so really cool to to get them out there um and you know you could just see the likes of tiana and kelly and maddie gordon on the sideline for the last five minutes of the game, like they couldn't sit still. No. They were up in their seat. They were hugging and, you know, high-fiving the whole time. It's like, okay, this is going to be a long five minutes if you guys are just going <laughs> to sit on the bench and keep I doing think, that. I yeah, think the sub took that long as yeah. well. They were jumping yes. and, and hand, while they are handing over the bibs. And fair yeah. enough, it was, a, it was a clinic. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say from the pulse, but it, it was. Look, it was. Yeah. There's, there's no other way to put it. And, you know, given the season everyone's had, it, it actually was quite cool to see so much emotion and, you know, for the home grand finalists in front of their home crowd, you know, a vet's fairy tale return. It just, you know, there are so many headlines, so many great ways to to talk about it. I guess the only sad thing for me is that the game wasn't close. It wasn't a, yeah. a thriller. 
because that's the way the season had felt like it had been scripted, like we were preparing for this awesome. No one could pick the winner. No one knew who was you know, who was going to come up on top. I interviewed Dame Knowles before the game mm. on our Sky Sport coverage and, and she had no idea. She actually said possibly the stars for their experience. So we were all expecting this incredible climatic ending yeah. to the season and it just didn't really happen. So I feel like that's a bit sad for the for the competition. One um, of the more physical first quarters, I would say. They both, they really wanted it. You could tell. Yeah. Like it wasn't so much of a, the Stars played bad and the Pulse played fantastic because yeah. the Stars didn't play bad by any means in that first quarter. It was just, they just who wanted it more. And Yeah, and, and it, it did feel like the Pulse wanted it more, at least in those moments. Um, and it's easy to say that when things go your way. Uh, but Christiana, Manoa, you talk about uh, physical first quarters. Wow. Honestly, what what did she eat before the game? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I just kept saying to Steph, like, I know she's a... Just, a world class defender, mm. but I just I hadn't seen that yeah. out of her. Like well, I and feel that like level of like emotion as well. Yeah, every every single feed that was coming from Gina or Mila, she just like had Pounced. these eyes that were just like this Kinda is scary, mine. Right? Like yeah, oh geez, I was scared up here in Auckland. Yeah, I, I was yeah. not even that close to the action. And but she was yeah, it was running just, down everything, uh, yeah. running it all down. And her combination with with Kelly was just at its absolute peak. So. Um, yeah, you talk about physicality in that way, but it's also about going for the crumbs and the, you know, the loose balls and whatnot. There were bodies flying all over the floor, which we're used to seeing from the yeah. likes of Mila Rowley Buchanan. But we saw Maddie Gordon take a hit, a many a tumble. Kelly Jury even hit yeah. the deck a couple of times. Yeah. It's a long way for her to go down. So, both teams, I don't think you can say one wanted it more than the other, but Definitely it's, not. it certainly appeared that way, and that sometimes happens when. You know, when you are winning and when things are going your way, those loose balls, those umpire calls, that's just what happens. They go your way. They do. Yeah. They really do. <laughs> Storm, we're going to take a break now mm-hmm. from uh, from this little stars therapy I'll just session. Go cry in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. We well, we, the, the tissues are ready. <laughs> hey, Storm, we're going to switch it up a little bit this week. So coming up after this, it's thirteen minutes past eight here on SENZ. We're going to take a look at Steam's, oh, st- Steam's Storm's <laughs> team of the week but it's actually going to be a team of the season. So I'm really excited to see who's going to be uh, the MVP. Love it. Let's do it. SENZ, 18 minutes past eight. Liking the Pink Panther theme. (laughs) Very fitting for this this time of the night. Storm's well-awaited. Team of the season, Storm. I don't even know where to start. It's been a emotional journey. Yeah. Following the teams every week, watching you slowly uh, burn your bridges <laughs> with your close friends, and uh, tonight's the big one. I just, I'm, I was trying to rack my brain, and the people who I thought were being selected regularly at the top of the season, and, and not necessarily the people that were being selected regularly at the bottom of the season or I was, you know, I'm putting together my seven and looking at now, I'm like, mm, maybe this person was unlucky or oh, should this person have gone in there? But I'm going to stick to what my gut said and I've got I've got it right here. So would you like me to... What I'm really it? interested to see, yeah. at the awards night for the ANZ Premiership, they obviously announced the MVP of the season. Yes. I think I, think I have a good idea of who your MVP is going to be and we're going to get Ben in to announce that in just a minute, the, the top three. Yeah. Uh, from the season, but I think you've got a strong chance, and I think you've actually nailed this. Yeah, I, I think 
my MVP will be the ANZ MVP. There you go. You could, you could really do that do for Sky that. now. Yeah. Pick the MVP after <laughs> yeah, every yeah, match. Yeah. To be fair, I think everyone in the country would pick this person to be the MVP. If, I don't think it's if it. that If you haven't listened to the show, then you're not going to understand. But if you have, you definitely know <laughs> well, who we'll Storm's start MVP. Let's we start, start at, where are we going to start? Should we start at the goal shoot? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. You cannot go past, and this was tough, but you cannot go past Grace Nwicky. No. If we're looking at the season here, people, and Grace missed the last five rounds, maybe, um, and the Mystics just bombed out without her. Someone yeah. who has that much influence on a team, um, just unbelievable. You know, finished the season at 92% with 545 goals. Um, Aaliyah Dunn finished the top of the season, sorry, at the top with 618 goals. So, you know, 50-odd more, 60-odd more than Grace. But Grace played six less games, I'd mm. say. Mm. Uh, her volume is unbelievable. Her influence on the team, um, she just has changed the landscape of that shooting circle in New Zealand. And, yeah, she's just quite unstoppable and unbelievable. So gutted for the Mystics that she did get Thank that ankle you. injury. Uh, yes, Thank I you. am sorry, Karen, that that <laughs> happened to you guys. Because if she'd stayed healthy, like they were a sure thing to host the grand final. So we're, we're not going to talk about that elimination <laughs> final. I saw you on the floor at the at the elimination final when you said, oh, I'm so nervous. I know, I was nervous. And then, yeah, uh, well, no, yeah. whatever happened, we won't talk about that. We Let's don't move on. talk about that. Goal attack, this was tough, but I have actually gone with Tiana Matoro from the Pulse. Uh, a lot of choice there yeah, as well. But yeah, and also but a lot of choice, but no one really threw the hand up in the air and said, pick me, pick me. You know, there was a lot of consistency or inconsistency, I guess, in that position across the season. But Tiana just finished the season so strongly and her, um, you know, ability to have that flair and ball control and, you know, really bring that pulse attacking circle to life is just, you can't really go past it. Um, and always solid, you know, never shot in the 90s, but very seldom shot below 75%. So just, yeah, on-court impact on as a whole. Impact, as yeah. a whole. Yes. Right so across. She's my goal attack. Uh, wing attack here, actually quite an easy one in the end, although she didn't have the best final. But I, I have gone with Gina Crampton from the Stars. Uh, finished the season with the most centre pass receives. Does so much work on that transverse line to get the ball in the first phase. And, you know, she's pretty hard. Uh, teams would double team her on centre pass all season. And she still managed to finish with the most centre pass receives. Um, uh, most feeds yeah. for the season. 148 feeds ahead of second place which was Mila Rurley Buchanan, her teammate. Her teammate. So what does that tell you? Like, that just shows. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, Gina is just a weapon. Another one a bit like Tiana, not like super flashy, not someone that you just watch and you can't take your eyes off, but just does the job. She's just an engine, isn't she? Engine. She's just constantly on go and yep. just finds the space out of nowhere. Yep. So honestly, for me, wing attack, Gina yeah. is, is clear. Great. And, and I can say that. Awesome. Centre. Tough one. So tough. I've gone for a weird one that I'm looking at this like, did I really think that? But a yeah, weird one. well, not a weird one. Just I, I've gone. No, with, there's, uh, there's so much. There's so many players so, to choose from. I actually went with Kate Heffernan from oh, the Steel. I couldn't say I would have. Yeah, but I was thinking actually Mila. Oh, uh, look, I just think I'm not going to change your mind. No, you're I'm not. not. I, love yeah. Mila to bits. Yeah. Love her as a yeah. player. I um, she could be a Silver Ferns bolter this year, um, but just in the moments when it mattered. I just feel like that's where she let herself down a bit this season, and that could be down to inexperience. And um, there's still parts of her defensive game that I'd like to see grow. And when I look at Kate Heffernan, 
oh, amazing intercepts every game from that centre position and just did nothing wrong on attack. Um, you know, George Fisher actually finished the season with the highest percentage as well as Aaliyah Dunn. And I think that has a lot to do with the work Kate was doing to get the ball to George in the right spot. Someone who hasn't played a lot of centre um, and just did, did really, really well. So, yeah, she's my centre. I love it. I love it. Yeah, thanks. There we go. I didn't predict it. That's, yeah. that's all I'm happy about. Uh, wing defence, Maddie Gordon. And I know she's a latecomer to the season. Missed a couple, first few rounds, I think, actually. Um, but the impact she had when she came back on court was unbelievable for the Pulse in that grand final. I mean, her uh, ability to run down the ball, close the space between her opponent and the ball is just so fun to watch. She's speedy. She's electric. You know, she's so just goes for everything and plays with so much heart. And um, I just, yeah, she was outstanding for me in that grand final and has been for the tail end of the season, combining that whole pulse defensive end so nicely. Am I wrong in saying that that grand final was her 50th 50th it game was. as well? It, it, it was her 50th. And it wasn't really talked about. Because no, it was it just was overshadowed by the grand final, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so very cool for her to do that at home. Um, well, her home now. She's actually a good old Whangarei girl. Yeah, imagine, getting, imagine if everyone got a trophy like that on your 50th. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shout out to Maddie Gordon. <laughs> she's had a spectacular season. So, yeah, she's my wing D. Uh, Ellie Timu is my goal defence. Staffy's favourite. Timu! Yeah, love yeah, it, yeah. Love it. Well, he would have said that a lot this season if he was commentating Stars games. Um, finished second in deflections, second in intercepts, playing alongside Anna Harrison, done wonders for her game. Um, she just gets ball. You're watching and you think, how the hell did she get that? She just reads the game so well, so unassuming. And, yeah, just got ball for the Stars when they needed it all season. Standout, yeah. I yeah. mean, we saw, like, real good glimpses of it yes. last season we but did totally this season just a, a different monster it just as a whole like, it was just yeah season. that that was it every time that even well I'll say my mystics went up against it I was like yeah. oh my goodness I, I just knew we're in trouble yeah here. we really were and that's that's I bet a lot of teams felt like that as well and on this, that's why Helene is going to hate me for saying this but we had her on the show leading up to the elimination final yeah. and I asked her about Ellie team and she said oh I, we've studied her play and it's actually very obvious where she gets the ball so I don't think you know we've worked out how to keep her away and I don't think she'll get ball against us I and said we're not going to talk about that elimination final yeah so you know Ellie uh, Helene Wilson one of the smartest brains in netball couldn't even figure you out no. so shout out to she Ellie just she just pulled it out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, out of absolutely nowhere. So, Ellie, I said second in deflections and intercepts. No surprises who was first in both those departments, and no surprises who is my goalkeeper of the season. It is Kelly Jerry. What more can we say about this lady? I don't know. You've ha- gone silent. Have you got your clip, Ben? <laughs> Kelly bloody Jerry. There she is. There she is. That's I don't what know I was how many times for. I said that this season. Um, Look, uh, I've already six, talked about her. Six times this season. Six times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is just, uh, she's playing like I've never seen her play before. And it was really interesting to hear her after the grand final. You know, she was asked about her form and what she had to work on. And she's like, look, I'm not, look at me. I'm not a player who's ever going to be fast. I'm not going to be someone who can get to the ball really quickly. But I went away and I've worked so hard on my speed and footwork. And it's never going to be amazing. But to just lift it that little bit and work with my limbs... <laughs> That yeah, I already have. Yeah. I'm just getting ball. And yeah, she's just been such a joy to watch this season. I've loved it. Genuinely feel like her arms got longer this year. Right? Like, yeah. we've, all, we've always known that Kelly Jerry is the elite defender that she was. But yeah. the, this year, I just. 
she she even more so than Ellie Timu. Yes. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. I know. Like anything. I know. She would uh, every feed. I was just thinking, okay, here's an intercept or or a deflection. Hundred percent had to be. So first in deflections, like I said, but forty more than Ellie in second. Whereas all the other stats, there's only like a few different. She had 40 more. <laughs> so That's what you call domination. A total domination. Uh, shout out to Shannon Saunders, Anna Harrison, and Maya Wilson. All, I, you know, they Very honourable mentions. Yes. Yes. But I'm interested to see whether that lines up with what Ben's got in the statistic department from what I've picked this season. So Ben has been, right throughout season one of Centre Pass in Focus, has been keeping track of Storm's uh, captain or MVP of the week. So, Ben, I'm going to bring you in here. <laughs> Can you reveal the the top three players from Storm's team of the weeks? Well, I've actually been doing it a little bit differently. I will admit, I've been keeping who's getting the most selections. Oh, okay, in the, okay. In the team. right, yeah. right. So yeah. the most, the veteran, yeah, the most the, capped player. I'd say the numbers still add up. Okay. However, I will go, just want to go quickly to Storm's team of the week, and the one that Karen was a bit surprised with was Kate Heffernan. She was actually part of a four way tie for third. Wow, yeah. there you go. The yeah. the one selection which probably is going to cause the most controversy is Tiana. She only made your team of the week once all season. Wow. Because wow. who did I have? A go- I had Bailey and Amelia yeah. ran from yeah. the Magic. I had there. And, 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 and that's the thing. The goal attack was the one which kind of shifted yes. a lot throughout See? the season. That's so, what I said. I couldn't pick. Yeah, So, but she only got picked once in your team of the week whilst every everyone else was kind of in that mix for your most selections. So uh, Kate Heffernan, Ali Timu, Holly uh, Fowler and Taylor Earl all in a three-way tie. With four votes. And was that for third place? For third place. Wow. See, that's what I meant about Taylor. I feel like yeah. I was picking her week in and week out at the top of the season, and then she just fell away a little bit for me. Probably yeah. coincides with Kelly uh, Grace Nwicky's injury. Well, you hit the nail on the head there, because she hasn't been picked since May 3rd. There you go. Wow. There you go. That is a stat right there. Yeah. That just shows a form. Form. Oh, my gosh. And, and their connection, how important their connection is, you know, Grace Wickey and Taylor Earl. So, yeah, interesting. Who okay. else we got on there, Ben? Who's yeah. second? We got our two-way tie for second. Both these players feature in your team of the season, and that is your wing attack, Gina Crampton, and your goal shoot, Grace Nowicki. Oh, right. there you go. Right. See, shout out to Grace then. Yeah. She has been selected a lot because she can't have made it in the past five weeks. And if she played our uh, fourth quarters in that elimination final, she would have been first. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll move on. And Ben, I think uh, we, we can both align here and say number one. Number one is... Kelly. Kelly <laughs> She's doubled down, so she is officially now 100% Centre Pass and Focus certified mm. MVP of the ANZ Premiership. So yeah. Netball New Zealand listening out there, I think we should just carve the trophy now. Totally. Give it to Kelly. Totally. If she Storm was also says so. The grand final MVP, we didn't even talk about that. No, so, you know, you're right. Pulled it out when it mattered as well. You're no right. surprises there. Wow, that's very interesting, Ben. Thank you for, for um, enlightening us with, with that. Wow, well, yeah. You know, it's, it's been a long, condensed season, and I've just struggled to remember what, what happened at the top there. But I'm, I am not surprised that goal attack was the most contentious because... Yeah, off yeah. the top of my head, no one just went, yep, that's it. So yep. there you go. That very emotional time there, having to <laughs> having to close and uh, conclude the season with yeah. Storm's final team of the week. And uh, from 
We were talking in the break from one hard team to make. Uh, Silver Ferns are approaching. So it is 8.30 here on SENZ. After this, we're going to talk a little bit of Silver Ferns and then coming up a bit later in the hour, the MVP of Storm's team, the grand final, and arguably the ANZ Premiership, Kelly Jury. 8.35 here on SENZ, Centre Pass in focus, the grand finale. Uh, Storm, just before the break, we... Uh, named your team of the season Mm -hmm. and uh, we were talking in the break before that actually about um, how hard it would have to be if you were the selector of the Silver Ferns and obviously Dame Knowles uh, and tomorrow they're uh, they're taking it one step closer and we've been tossing up uh, after the terrible news uh, from a Silver Ferns standpoint today that Karen Berger Mm. out of selection. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm first and foremost absolutely gutted for Karen. Mm. Um, This was going to be a real pinnacle event for her. She was um, at the World Cup, but obviously didn't get too much court time. Mm. Um, And this was her chance to step up um, and really claim that goal defence bib, which I think she had done for the tactics and done enough to really say, you have to pick me. Um, And I was super excited about her combination with with Kelly Jerry. You know, Karen works the ground so well. She's speedy and she's got hops. Kelly's just out there getting intercepts (laughs) left, right and centre. So they were going to be one hell of a duo. Uh, she's got a stress fracture in her navicular, and I've done that injury before, and it takes a long time. Yeah. So I didn't have the surgery, and I wish I did. So I am glad they're getting onto that now. They're going to pin it back in place. Um, there's no blood supply to your navicular in your foot, wow. so it just doesn't heal. So I'm I'm glad she's yeah. getting in there and having the surgery. Um, but it's rotten timing, and I you really know, is gutting. Adoha out to you, Karen. Yeah, because honestly, she was the first name. For yeah, me, yeah. On my on my fern sheet, she yeah. was the first name that I put I down so, uh, yesterday. The yeah. door opens. The door does open, and we were having a little discussion. I'm I'm just I'm lost. Yeah. And I threw out the name Michaela Sokolich Beatson just because of that our sort of versatility. Mm. Obviously, this year with Mystics, we've seen her play uh, goal even a little stint at goal keep a few games, and also playing at uh, wing defence. Do you think that? The replacing Karen, you need to have someone that can play both inside and outside? Um, I don't think you necessarily need to because of the amount of mid-quarters we have at the moment that can play wing defence and that are bloody good wing Ds. Um, so it, whether Knowles goes for the makeup of a team with four circle defenders and then a couple of centre wing D slides, which she has done yeah. in the past with Claire Kirsten and Sam Winders, um, I'm really not sure. And, you know, I, I love Mickey as a player and I think... She's come back from her double Achilles admirably, but I don't think she's quite ready for that first step up just yet. And like for like, I get it, Wing D Goldie slide, but in terms of the impact on the court, I just I think Mickey just needs a little more time before she's ready to take that step up into international netball. Um, so for me, it, it comes down to Ali Timu, Christiana, Manua, you know, those two players that can play that goal defence position and whether they get the damn fitness standards <laughs> yeah, that yeah, we love yeah. Dame Knowles for the setting rough. but we also hate her for setting them and it's probably the hardest thing in the world oh, to be fair to gosh. pass Dame Knowles fitness test well the thing is I, I, I don't mean to like you know blow my own smoke or whatever but it's not that hard no. like I, I really yeah. struggled to play a full game at Goldie when I was playing netball but I would easily get her fitness targets oh we get it show off I know oh yeah I know but then I watch people like <laughs> no, Ellie yeah, and yeah, Christiana yeah. completely right who can play full games at Goldie and play amazingly and I'm like damn they must be so much smarter than me how come they can do that and get intercepts right up to the fourth quarter but they can't get the 16-3 on a yo-yo it yeah. just blows my mind so and that, that's another argument for are these fitness tests 
everything. And I get why Knowles implemented them at the start because, you know, the, the discourse around the ferns get beaten because the diamonds, they're so fit and fast and we're not. So I get it. And, like, it, it has made a difference. But where do you draw the line? Yeah, like players like uh, Amelia and Nicanasio, some yeah. just sort of players that are on the fringe of that fitness test yes. but obviously could bring a lot to the ferns. But it's just sort of, yeah, yeah what, where do you go from there? And, and that's sort there? of where I've been struggling is yeah. putting together a, a, a 12 team. Like, mm. It's How tough. do you split it? It's really, really tough. The midcourt for me is is the hardest. I think down the defensive end, Kelly Jury's got her ticket. Um, you know, Solo Fitzpatrick yet didn't have, by her standards, the most amazing end to the season. But, you know, she's part of that leadership team within the Ferns. She's super experienced um, and she leads a defensive end really well. So I feel like she's, I, I would take her for that reason. Phoenix Kartika, um has moments of absolute brilliance yeah. and, you know, she's performed well in the black dress. So yeah. she could be another one. And then uh, that fourth spot, I just really don't know at the moment. The midcourt, don't even get me started, no. Kez. No, yeah, we've just had to go through your team of the week. And <laughs> for every, we like right through to from wing attack to wing D, <laughs> I guess the completely wrong player, yeah. just because, like, we are just blessed with so with talented midcourters. And that, that was one of the tough decisions that I had to make. I've been putting a team together yeah. for the past I don't know, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I originally went three, five, four as my split. Right. Um, but I just couldn't I just couldn't end up doing it. So I've gone four, four, four. See five at Knowles could do that and she's done that before, gone for yeah. five in the midcourt, especially if you've got a midi who can, you know, play wing defence or start at wing defence. Um but, you know, for me, Gina Crampton and Shannon Saunders, I'd say are Shewins. Mm. Um I think, and that's that's so sad. That's, that's crazy to say, isn't it? I know, really? isn't it? Yeah. I know. And then you, it's going to be Kate Heffernan, Mila Rowley Buchanan, Maddie Gordon, Claire Kirsten, Sam Winders, Kimmy Otapoi, Whitney yeah. Soonis, all these amazing players fighting for that last spot. Taylor Earl, you know, if, if Grace Wickey's on the plane, do you want Taylor there too with her connection? Yeah, I, gosh, There's I just so many don't know. like tiny one percent factors totally. that you really have to weigh into this. And and Knowles will be naming her twenty seven trialist tomorrow. Yes. Um. And so the, first and foremost, it'll be interesting to see who's on that list. But even more interesting to see after day one or two of those trials, who is still at camp and yeah. who's being sent home for yeah. not meeting the fitness standards. Like as is netball heaven as that is having our twenty seven best netballers. Yeah. It's a nightmare having to let go of, of however I'm dyslexic bar my math fifteen and, and like close that, yeah. it down to twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that is a nightmare. But mm. the the Diamonds, on the other hand, have named their team. Yes, they uh, have any today. standouts for you? I'm not I'm not the biggest follower of the Diamonds, I will admit. No, that's fine. Look, uh, for me I haven't seen as much of the Suncorp Super Netball as I would have liked this season. Um but yeah, look, that Gretel Boeta, um, she's going to be starting goal shoot. She is amazing to watch, so athletic. Um, and then Steph Wood, who we know and love at goal attack. So those two are going to be anchoring your shooting end. And then your Courtney Bruce's, your Paige Hadley's, you know, Liz Watson's, they're all there. It's the yeah. same. It's the team we know and love, no real surprises. Um, Sunday Ariang and at goal defence is probably the only name that people might not be too familiar with, but it, she's a very handy goal D. So I look at that team, it's a fit, fast Diamonds team. Jeez, that so Knowles is yeah, going to look at that. That trip to the GC, that's just, yeah. oh, jeez, I can't wait. Hey, just before we shoot off to a break, I'll just ask you this one question. As of right now, I know we, we obviously haven't selected a 12, but how do you think the Silver Ferns right now, if they had to play tomorrow, are matched up against the Diamonds? Do you know what? I actually don't know how to answer that. 
I, I really have no idea. And I, not having Karen Berger lowers my confidence mm. with that question uh, at this very moment. But I just don't know. And I we haven't seen international netball in so long, like that English series we were lucky to have last year. I don't think that was too reflective of where the ferns are right Definitely now. Definitely not. It's, no. it's going to be who it's going to come down to who plays well on the day, who has the best combinations, and and who pulls it out like we did at the World Cup. Yeah, we're, we're after a World Cup miracle here, kids. That's what we want. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, oh, I don't even want to get into medal chat. Where do you think we'll finish? Where do you vote? Well, oh, Jamaica are just... the ones that are actually stressing me out a little bit. Rob Wright's Jamaica. Yeah, Sunshine Girls. Exactly. The bookends: Janelle Fowler and then um, Shamira Sterling down yeah. the other end. They're unstoppable yeah. in SSN at the moment. So it's not just the diamonds we have to worry about. England hosts at home. Yeah. Oh gosh, Jeez. stressful Exciting time. times in international <laughs> netball, and hopefully, we'll be able to bring you some more of that. Uh, in some international centre pass in focus, maybe. Love New it. show idea. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, quarter to nine here on SCNZ. And to wrap up centre pass in focus, the grand final, who better to do it with than the MVP, Kelly Jury? <laughs> centre pass in focus here on SCNZ. Kieran filling in for Ricardo for the grand final. And uh, speaking of grand final storm, luckily enough, we have none other than the MVP. Kelly Jury joining us on the line right now. Kelly, how are you, first of all? How are you feeling? Mad Monday? <laughs> Hello, good evening. Um, Mad Monday's well and truly over. <laughs> it, it didn't happen, to be fair. Um, we had such a good night um, celebrating on Sunday night with all our family and friends. So, yeah, just can't wipe the smile off my face, really. Just so proud of the girls. And uh, I, I don't blame you, Cows. What a season, what a performance. Sunday night, I tell you what, all your friends and family and one Brooke Lever and Storm Purvis in tow, kind of following you guys around, the Wellington nightlife as well. We all had a great time. I mean, how cool was it to see Whitney Soonis on the decks at Ace of Spades in Wellington, the Stars girls all there. It was, you know, it was Storm Purvis scenes. carving yeah. it up on the dance floor. <laughs> don't really come around very often but it was so cool to be able to celebrate with everyone um everyone had all their families there i think i had about 30 come down from tamaki to come support me uh and and then also being able to um, go off and celebrate also with um the stars girls that's pretty cool because we are friends off the court yeah i I thought that was really cool to be fair, Kells, as well, because, I mean, the Stars girls were clearly quite gutted after that final, after you absolutely annihilated them. But to see you all, you know, having a good time afterwards was just real icing on the cake, all what netball is about. Um, yeah. But, you know, you talk about no, not having a mad Monday, but are there, are there plans to have a wee celebration with the girls? I mean, after a season like that, I'm sure you've got something planned to really see it out. Um, yeah, well, we'll have our um, prize giving on Thursday night, be able to celebrate with all the sponsors. And then I'm sure the girls will tee something up just for, I guess, the internet kind of team players thing because, you know, this team isn't going to be together again. Um, you know, every year, as you know, there's always changes happening and um, we're all unsure about what's um, happening with our team, So as, as with all the other teams. So, yeah, just really special and it's, it'll just be special to, I don't know, send off or mark off the year on a high note. Absolutely. How how did you feel on 
Monday morning, Cal, minus the hangover, I'm not talking about that, but to know that you had, you know, woken up with the trophy in your hands, the, the medals around your neck, knowing that you did win that final by 19, a fairy tale season, um, you know, so many we've talked about on the show already, headlines, you know, Yvette's return, um, the youngest team in the competition, rah, 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 so many things to celebrate. How, how are you personally feeling after you had a bit of time to reflect? Um, I kind of woke up in the morning and just kind of thought, did that really happen? Uh, you, you work all year to win. Uh, everyone, every single team in the competition starts off with that one goal to win the competition. Um, and, you know, there's so many, not only the result on Sunday night, there's so many other things that we need to celebrate. And, um, you know, it hasn't been an easy year like all the other teams. We obviously had to postpone our very first round game um, because everyone went down with COVID. I think um, the first game week I was the only one at training because everyone else had COVID. It was kind of just like, oh, Jesus, this is what it's going to be like for the rest of the year, um, this kind of disruption. But um, then we also had the injuries and whatnot. But the girls were just so, I guess, adaptable and just, you know, rolled with the punches and, you know, just kept smiling and kept working hard, which is all you could ask for. Absolutely. Uh, Yvette McCall's injury returning. Um, I have to ask, I mean, I've had her as a coach. She was actually my assistant coach when I was in the Ferns and I, and I know what she's like. She's such a calming presence and someone who just is so easy to talk to and approachable. But what's been the difference with her this year? Like how has she managed to come back? And I don't want to give her all the credit because obviously the players on court did mm-hmm. the work, but to take you guys from where you were last season to title holders this season, talk to us about Yvette. Oh, I just can't speak highly enough um, about her. She's just has such a presence both on and off the court. Um, and as you're correct in saying, the calming presence. Um, you know, sometimes you don't know whether she's happy or she's sad because she's just so level-headed. And that's what you need as a coach, especially in those intense moments when you know she just looks like she's so cool, calm and collected and got everything under control that you just trust whatever she's going to say. And as players, we respect her so much that we want to win for her and get these results for her because we know how much work she puts into our team and how much she loves us and it's very much reciprocated in the way we love her. Fantastic. That's awesome. And Kels, we have to talk about your own form this season as well. And I know you're probably sick of me talking about it and everyone talking about it, but goodness me, lady, you had one hell of a season. Uh, what felt different? Where where can you pinpoint the difference and why you came out the way you did and just managed to get at least eight games every game and just play so superbly? <laughs> um, honestly, this is the hardest question to answer. Um, I knew it would be. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> it's the hardest question to answer and I've loved my combination with Chris. I think if you look at us, in the way we play our styles. We are completely polar opposites um, in terms of, like, I guess, our strengths. And But that makes us complement each other so well that we balance each other out. And um, uh, both, Neither of us are big talkers, and that can sometimes be an issue, but it works for us in that we have that invisible thread where we know where each other's are. And I, we've just managed to build this huge amount of trust and... For me, that's huge, knowing um, that my defenders, including Maddie and Irakana on the outside, that they've got their players covered. All I need to do is worry about my own job. And um, 
also going from got, being at Goldie last year and being able to go back to Goldkeep, which does feel like my home, I guess, and I feel much more confident back there and comfortable. So I feel like I know how to get more ball back there now that I'm back home. <laughs> Kelly, it's been an absolute honour and an absolute privilege watching uh, not just yourself, but this whole Pulse's journey uh, right throughout the season. And just before we go, we've got to shoot off, uh, but I just would like to say congratulations uh, on behalf of Centre Pass and Focus. You were officially Storm Purvis's MVP for this season. So we've got a little drawn out picture. We've we've drawn out a little picture of a trophy for you, so we'll mail that down and uh, just make sure you frame that for us. Kelly. Oh, I will. I'll send you a photo of it on my wall. Love awesome. it. Kelly, thank you so much for your time tonight. And Storm, That's thank it. you so much for the season. I've loved it, guys. Thank you for having me. What a ride. This has been awesome. So I'll thank s- you for letting me do it. I won't say goodbye. I'll say see you later. Center Pass see you later. Season 2 on the way.